Welcome to Sisters Who Saga. I'm MK. And I'm Libby. We're two sisters who love to discuss fantasy and sci-fi stories, diving deep into the details of a feminist perspective. Joining us today, the star of the new Boomers of Ted. Welcome to the show, Ted. Why why'd you guys why'd you have to do that for my I'm not I'm good. I'm, I'm a nice guy. Thank you for being here. Happy to be here. <laughs> Originally, this was purely a sister's podcast. And then our brother came in and really saved the day. Now we're still well, we asked by him to invitation. join for the, game, for the House of the Dragon because he has thought, read the books. Yeah, we asked him to join for House of the Dragon because yep, he's kind of like a bonus actually, expert. had never read the books. He's never read the books. Um, Why did he, he <laughs> Classic. He has that kind of like white guy thing going on where he's just like, no, I've never read the books, but like I know more than I'm you. I'm really confident <laughs> in my opinion. I for sure know more than you, so I think that you need yeah, me. Yeah, I thought he read the books, so... <laughs> I was just happy to be there. I don't think <laughs> well, I was it, off. It's one lives. singular book, right? It's like a history book. It's not like a series. But do you read the Game of Thrones books? Yeah. There you go. I didn't read House of the Dragon. That's um, no, I think yeah. it's like a... Like, you read House... I mean, you read, you read like, you know, articles probably about it. <laughs> Were you on Reddit? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Why did we... Not at all. We have finished so let's just cover it so far we have covered britannia season three we've covered house of the dragon season one we've covered willow season one yeah and we've covered can't pick can't pick them all you know (laughs) can't always pick winners it's not even on tv anymore you can't even watch the show they really remove it hold the show yikes from disney plus it's got to be somewhere i don't know what their plan is for that stuff watch it Um, it's going in the bolt. That's kind of sad. Rip, rip Willow. Yeah, I mean, yikes! It was erased from history. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's not like it was that terrible. Like it was bad, but like just deserved to be erased. I don't yeah, know. Right. Um, and then we just covered Shadow and Bones season two. Shout out! That ben was Barnes. my favorite season so far. Shout out to MK's boyfriend, Ben Barnes. There's only been <laughs> two seasons. Who also makes an appearance in No, my Black favorite Mirror thing that we've episode. covered. Oh. It's my favorite That's thing that we've covered. Oh, really? Yeah. Shadow and Bone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Britannia's. I had more fun with Willow. Well, House of the Dragon or Britannia were mine. Not that I Yeah, but I think you guys know it makes sense that it's my favorite. Um, but we are technically a sci-fi and fantasy podcast. But the sci-fi has been lacking, which is like partially on me because I don't really like sci-fi even. So I feel like every chance I get, I no, make sure all, that... No, it's all on you. Yeah. I like make sure we don't do it. Um, <laughs> um, but Libby suggested doing Black Mirror season six. And I thought that was a really good idea because I, it's a sci-fi show that I actually really enjoy. It's also like part horror, which you really it's love. It's part horror and it's part dystopian and it's part sci-fi. It's kind of like a lot of different things mixed together. I heard that the last episode is... I think I know what you're going to say. Completely supernatural. I heard that too. That there isn't any uh, tech element to it. I also heard that. And that... That makes it even better for us. Yeah. One of the episodes is fantasy. Supernatural Supernatural. Oh, okay. That's cool. I haven't watched that one yet. Well, I've only watched the first one. Oh, really? Like like I'm a good podcaster. Oh, I only watched... this is... Libs. I only watched part of the Aaron Paul... Oh, fuck. That's a good one. That's... Yeah. Yeah. uh, That's the one. Oh. What's the guy from Minnesota? Uh, Yeah, Judge. Oh, Josh Hartnett. Jake Gyllenhaal. Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, we're from Minnesota, so if you want to be on our podcast, yeah, let Josh, us know. support fellow Minnesotans. Um, or your, or, I met your grandma once. Or you've changed. You did? Mm-hmm. I think he like lives in England. Oh, oh so he lives lucky. in France, I think. No. Yeah, he lives in France. Um, one of he went to our high school for like a minute. A minute. And one of the teachers told him he would never amount to anything, and then that can't be true. That's what the teacher yeah. claims. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who? Who? As the Mr. Le- as the legend goes, does he say that's a joke? I don't know. Um, Oops, cut if that. If you know Is anything about Josh Hartnett, 
Is that his name? Yeah. Um, if you know him and yeah, if you have connections, him, we know one of our email us at sistersusaga <laughs> at gmail.com. Email us yeah. at sistersusaga at gmail.com if you have any comments, questions, or concerns. And if you know Josh Hartnett's, you know, email people. address. If you and know his people. No, just like his cousin or his somebody. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, just, we would take the cousin just while here. we're here. Um, you know, if you could like and subscribe to our podcast, Sister Susaga, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen, and leave us a review. It would be such a great, a great reviews help. For you. Leave us a review as well because yeah. reviews help people find a, our show, which would we'd be very grateful. We would. <laughs> and with that, I would say we should dive into Black Mirror, season six, episode one. Joan is awful. Johnny like, Joan. I feel like music should play. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking about Willow right now. <laughs> I actually remember the song. She was like, isn't it like tap, tap, tap in? Something like that. It was by Sa- Sa- Saweetie. I knew the song. Anyways. Oh, the one she was singing. Oh. In yeah, in the car. Um, oh, yeah. That was <laughs> <laughs> Any first reactions to this episode? I kept seeing stuff on social media of like, like, you know, the promotion leading up to the season Mm -hmm. being released. I feel like it was kind of focused on this episode just because it was like the first one. I don't know. Um, And so that had me very curious of like, I want to know what's going on. Like, why is her hair so weird? Oh my God. It was so (laughs) bad. There was one clip where she was like in a cheerleader outfit. And I was like, why is she in a cheerleader outfit? Like, well, oh I, my God, yeah. I need to know what's going on. So I was like, kind of just like curious about, yeah. about this episode because I feel like I had seen a lot of weird stuff. Like even like, I think I went on Snapchat and there was like a Snapchat filter of like her hair and stuff. Well, I was a little bit disappointed in this episode. Like I wanted it, was it fine. to be more. Like I, it was good and it was like really relevant to our times. Like I feel like with all the AI stuff coming out. Yeah. Like, this could happen tomorrow. Deep, mm-hmm. deep fake. But, like, I wanted there to be just, like... Deep fake your life. Like, a little bit more of, like, a more devastating element to it. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I, I don't think know what was missing exactly, but... It's kind of like there were really good threads going on, yeah. but it, it didn't quite reach, like, its full potential. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like what it was. Some other... Maybe some other episodes will, but this one doesn't quite make it. I read an article where they interviewed Charlie Brooker, who's the writer of Black Mirror, or the main showrunner, and he said that he he wrote this after he watched the... Um, Dramatizi- the trauma- dramatized drama. Um, of the Elizabeth Holmes story, because it was so quick to happen. Like, she was still... Like, she hadn't even gone through, like, her court proceedings and, like, been convicted of anything, I, didn't, I don't think. And, like, there was, like, a full-on, like, HBO, oh, like, so Amanda like, yeah. biopic so true. Or, or, or whatever. Things are so fast it's like now. It's, like, so quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and already, so that was one of his, like, They're already planning to release, like, something about the... Oh, my God, yeah. About the, the submersible. Like, yeah. it's already been made. The, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, it's coming out this week, probably. <laughs> it's coming out next like, week. That's insane. I, I saw that, too. I was like, what? Like, how can you already... Like, I think it was, like, before they even found it. It was, like... Watch the documentary. The special is coming out. I was, like, what? I also was impressed. Like, this... I do think this season starts off strong in terms of casting. Like, there's some... Yeah. Really big celebrities. It's good casting. Salma Hayek. Even, like, Kate Blanchett. She's not really in it, but... (laughs) I mean, like, as the levels go up, right? Like, it's, like, Annie... Murphy. Annie Murphy, and then you go to Selma Hayek, and then you go to Kate Blanchett. It's yeah. Like, it's each level gets better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up. Totally. And from that one guy, the guy who plays the boyfriend, the old ex-boyfriend, yeah. I don't even know that actor's oh. name. <laughs> I don't, I've never to, seen him before. To, like, become Ben, ben Barnes. Barnes. <laughs> I lost my shit. That was so funny. But anyways, <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, do you want to start? I almost sent you guys a video, and I was like, Ben Barnes, this is, I'm going to slowly work him into, like, every show we yes, watch or we something. Should. We should. Uh, but then it was, like, him and Selma Hayek, Selma Hayek making out, and I was like, I don't really want to send this to you guys. Um, but... Yeah, so I'm doing the recap this this season, which means I will not be editing, and I just want that on the record. Um, <laughs> cut that, I'm okay. Sure, whatever you, whatever you say. <laughs> so it opens on a woman waking up who is, 
I wrote Alexis, but we, her real name is Annie Murphy. Um, she kind of just, you know, gets ready. A man Annie makes Murphy from Annie Murphy, Annie Murphy She's from incredible. Schitt's Creek, who is hilarious. Love and there were like so a much. couple moments in the show where she like reminded me of Alexis. Yeah. And it was great. Delightful. Um, her wig is terrible. <laughs> she has like black hair with like two white. It's so bad. Highlights in the front. Two white highlights. Lickable. And it's then black. Blonde. Blonde. I mean, they're white blonde, yeah, platinum blonde, whatever, yeah. 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 Um, Teddy's like trying to tell us about hair. Um, nice wig, very nice. <laughs> Teddy didn't realize it was Couldn't a wig. Tell. Do you wear wigs? <laughs> so this man makes her breakfast. <laughs> Do you wear? <laughs> Do you wear wigs? <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> I don't even know what you guys are talking Have about. Have you worn wigs? <laughs> um. <laughs> So what is that from? Oh, it's from. Just keep going. It's from an interview where. No, it's Mary. I always forget his name. Dominic Moynihan. Yeah. Dominic Moynihan is is interviewing Elijah Wood, and he's saying, "Do you wear wigs? Do you wear wigs? Uh, no, I do not. Have you worn wigs? No, I have not. Will you wear wigs? Maybe. When will you wear wigs? <laughs> so yeah it opens up on a woman she wakes up she has breakfast that her husband makes her well we assume not sorry not her husband her partner and she gets a really a, nice house yeah it's like it's cute. very posh and she gets a text and she you can tell she's kind of like secretive about it so i was like immediately like she's having an affair probably um and she goes to leave and her neighbor's like, hey, Joan, and like says something nice to her. I don't remember what else. And she jams to Sweetie's tap in, which we can respect, I said, mm. um, <laughs> on the way to work. And it seemed like she was trying a little hard. Yeah. <laughs> there was no one around. So who is she well, trying hard for? There was, you know. But she doesn't know that. Libby, don't with us. We can't speak that way yet um so it she seems to be a middle manager at some sort of tech company she has like her own office she has like a nice assistant she gets a text from someone who is in town and wants to see her and it seems like it's not her significant other definitely not yeah um and she seems pretty excited by it so then someone comes in and she fires someone who claims that if she's fired the company will breach all of their environmental pledges and joan doesn't really seem too broken up about it she kind she of kind of does she kind of hides behind the board saying that it was out of her hands did um, you not believe that that was true i don't know like maybe it was true but i feel like she kind of didn't care like i, I didn't feel like it was very warm <laughs> didn't her boss did you come agree in, with that did her boss come in beforehand and be like it wasn't her boss it was like her assistant like you have to fire this person we didn't see that, but we saw like oh, okay. her assistant come in and be like, "Oh, this person's here to see you," and she was like, "Oh my god, so this it was is so hard for me." The woman who she fires is—I don't know how to say this—but Ayo Adebri, Ayo Adebri. She's from the Bear. Yeah, I so that's well. like basically Exhibit A of like Black Mirrors tradition of having like really up and coming people mm. in their shows love that i think the woman in the next episode too is very up and coming okay but we'll get to that yeah so she fires this woman she kind of just like leaves the room and it's just her assistant's kind of like comforting her well yeah because the woman who she fires is like pretty aggressive like she's like you shouldn't be doing this like yeah we're friends, like, you came to my housewarming party, like... Yeah. I kind of felt for for um, Joan, though. Like, I felt like she was in between a rock and a hard place, and, like, she... Um, like, I probably would have acted the same mm-hmm. way she did. Like, I'm sorry, but... Yeah. It's not corporate America. I mean, it is, up. but... It's the way it goes. She's also choosing to be in that It's funny, though, because that is oh. when she kind of gave me that Alexis vibe. It's sure. kind of when she's like, yeah, like, sorry. Like, can you leave? <laughs> but also, yeah, totally. <laughs> that was kind of the vibe <laughs> that I was getting. Um, 
Don't make this awkward. <laughs> Don't make this awkward just for me. <laughs> but I get it. I think it would be a really tough position to be in. I think. I don't know. I it's it's hard not to be on the side of the person who's being fired. <laughs> yeah, I just felt I felt for her and like felt like Joan kind of was a little bit cold about it. But I feel like kind of that's pretty typical for that situation, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then um, Joan has security escort her out. I said she seems like she doesn't care at all. So I definitely felt different. <laughs> Differently than you. This was before like, but like any of Selma Hayek's version. Definitely, she was way care. more. Um, I just cold, feel like for if sure. it takes if, if every level up, it's taking it to a more extreme. Yeah. Then think about what it really was for like. The yeah, it was even more probably warm. Probably the original one. Who yeah. knows? But. I didn't think about that. Like she probably was like, "I'm sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. I can do." Yeah. Right. So it cuts to her in therapy. You. <laughs> Did you say the thing about the electric cigarette? <laughs> no. She oh, yeah. she's like smoking her electric cigarette out on the outside and she accidentally drops it on the girl's head. And it she falls fired. on the girl's head as she's walking out, the girl who got fired. And then the she hides and the woman goes, You're a coward, Joan. It's <laughs> 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 uh, funny. Um yeah, so then it cuts to her in therapy, and she talks about her fiancé, Krish, who she says is smart and caring, but also calls him vanilla. Um, she talks about her ex, who seems toxic. I said, said that in. Because um, it was kind of that thing where it was like, oh, but like we argued all the time, but then like we had a great sex life, but then like he just like wasn't there for me. And it was it's just kind of like that what you hear about when it's like a toxic relationship when it's like really highs really high highs really low lows like not a lot of like middle ground um and she said that she never got over him and she feels like she's not the main character in her own life story which is really funny (laughs) because like i was i think like going into any sort of black mirror episode like you're kind of expecting like some sort of twist like you kind of expect that maybe whatever you're watching like is going to fall apart any second. Right. I don't know if that's how you guys watch those episodes. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of watching everything with a grain of salt that I'm seeing. Yeah, for sure. Cause Either I'm like, like, who knows what a character is going to have yeah. a complete meltdown or like the world itself mm. is going to like suddenly be. Yeah. Or this is, this is all simulation. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like that type of thing. So, um, but that's still funny. I didn't really even pick up on that being like a total reference to like what's happening kind of thing what do you mean because she's not really the main character of the story she's playing a part right so like she isn't the main character really she's just playing the main character (laughs) i don't know um so she goes to meet her ex he says he wants to be with her he wants her to go to san jose with him she kisses him Nothing. Yeah, it was kind of awkward. I wasn't. Yeah, it was I weird. didn't. There wasn't chemistry there between them, was there? It was a weird kiss. It was forced. Yeah, it was. She like wanted that whole interaction it to... was weird. But was it supposed to be like that? Since it's a re. Now you're making me think that it's it like is. Yeah. Acting of the actual thing. I don't know. Oh. I don't. Maybe. Or, or is it supposed to be such a staunch contrast between the next? level where Salma Hayek and Ben Barnes are making hilarious. Like, like I feel like because of like the nature of it, it would just be like we could overthink every single aspect. True. And which let's do it. Yeah. But like I maybe that maybe that those just a- those actors just didn't have great chemistry maybe. and it had nothing to do with anything else. Yeah. That, I have no clue. Um so she he says he'll be there for three more days. She gets home, pretends <laughs> she had been talking in therapy about how her fiance, his cooking was kind of bland. So she gets home. She pretends to like his cooking. <laughs> I think she was like, she says, she goes, mm. which was definitely Alexis. That was so Alexis. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, I feel like she's probably done that on Chits Creek before. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they sit down to watch Netflix. It's really funny because it's it's called Streamberry, but it's funny because they have that typical conversation that everyone has 
when they sit yeah. down with someone to watch Netflix where it's like, what should we watch? Oh, should we watch this? Oh, I heard it's really good. Oh, I heard that's really bad. <laughs> and you just mm-hmm. like don't know what to watch. Um, and then a show called Jonah's Awful comes up. Before they do that, they go through one that's like, um, they, so the next episode, you guys haven't watched it yet, but it's like a true crime documentary. Oh. It's called like Lock, the, uh, Lock Henry. Mm-hmm. And they go, they click through Lock Henry and he, and the boyfriend's like, I don't, I can't do another true crime. Oh, I can't do another true crime. That's yeah. like the documentary they make in the next episode. Oh, that's funny. Episode. I've seen the next episode. Well, you didn't bring it up. <laughs> oh, sorry. Just Why didn't you? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, that was a crazy episode. Cause remember the twist? <laughs> Stop. Oh my God. No, I'm still trying. Was, like, oh. You're not fucking with me right now. You're, just, <laughs> you're trying to bother me. <laughs> Anyways, um, so they, oh, the twist is so crazy. Okay. <laughs> Shut up! It really is. Um, so on Streamberry, they end up choosing Joan is awful, which is like they're a little like, oh, that's weird. Like her name is Joan, and like that woman has the same hair as you. It's Salma Hayek. Like, let's check it out. Like but it's like a little it bit. like a jump to me for him to be like, is that you? Like it just seemed like. For everyone to know, it was her. What if you had like a really weird haircut and dye thing, and then there was a show called Libby's Awful, and it was like your hair? I mean, that would be but weird. Salma Hayek, I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't look anything like Annie. Also, like for some reason, the name Joan is like just to me like not common. So I feel like that would be weird. Like if it was like Kate is awful. <laughs> Sure. No, it's like, but maybe I mean Joan isn't like if my my name Mary Kate like that would be yeah. extra weird like that wouldn't happen, but um, basically, oh no, there she goes, with basically, um, she has the same name and hair as the main character. The first episode is exactly like what we watched so far in the episode in the episode that we're watching. <laughs> Oh gosh! So it's like her pre the the day yeah. that just happened, like the exact day that we have seen so far. But Salma Hayek is playing her, and everything is kind of like ramped up a level. Like the the drama is like, <laughs> yeah, like she's definitely colder. Like you said, yeah, she's colder when she fires the woman. Like her assistant is more like flamboyantly gay than and he the is. Assistant <laughs> and, and the assistant in the original timeline, yeah, or like the timeline we're watching now. Is watching it with his boyfriend. And, and he's, he's like, like, is that what I look like? Or like, is that how I talk? Or like, oh my God. He like instantly knew it was them. And yeah. like, I just thought it was funny how like everyone watching, because there are some people watching, or yeah. at least it's the assistant, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure and, the assistant. And they're just like this, like, they're just, they just accept and then the that girl it's she, happening. Yeah, and the girl she fired also. Is she watching it too? Watches it like in a bar. Oh yeah. And she, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she like... And it's the exact same company. Like, they name the company that she works at in the show. Yeah. So then it gets so to that's, a point where you're like, you can't avoid that you this can, is actually her. Yeah. It's like, you can't, like, there's too many things that are exactly the same where it's like, it's getting weird. So she kind of, um, she starts having a panic attack. Like, I think we all would. Right. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of the, like, part of, I think, Black Mirror, like, that, feels so real and like I don't know like something scary like that like, I, obviously that's like a really extreme case but like you can kind of picture like something like that happening with like AI or you know deep fake mm-hmm. or like you know like there's there's women out there who are like gamers and like they had their faces taken and like put on porn or whatever mm. oh, yeah. by like against their will by like these other like people or whatever well like celebrities too yeah, I'm like, it's like a real thing that could happen right. now where like you could have your face taken and like, obviously it wasn't her face in this case, but like you could have your face taken and like it's not really you and like how scary that is. Like you can kind of picture like yeah, I mean, a I little bit like what that would feel like. more horrendous things. Are, than there, are there like sites? Do you know what they're called? Or? Just Google porn websites. <laughs> Google porn <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of those. Can you give me the specific one? You have no. to like admit that Netflix <laughs> is pretty like comfortable in their own shoes to be like making like st- basically Streamberry is Netflix. But it's not Netflix, it's Charlie Brooker 
and then he's getting it approved by them or whatever. But I mean, yeah. It, but it, for it, them to approve. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about that too. I feel like Do they're they like, let's take it. Like, let's take it to the to the max. Like, let's let them it have the make freedom. Netflix look bad. I do if think it's that parodying it or it's a satire. I do think that Netflix is known for giving people like a lot of creative freedom. Is yeah. my understanding? So like, it kind of makes sense, but it, yeah, it is kind of interesting. I heard something like after this episode, people actually went back and read the licensing agreements that they signed oh for God, Netflix. That's that is super funny. Smart. Yeah. And actually found, I don't No, they didn't. Found something. Well, think about <laughs> it. Think about how many times you just go, I agree. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. So she starts having a panic attack. She finds out her family can see it too. She gets like a call or a text or something from her mom. And then her assistant, like we said, is watching with his boyfriend and the woman she's fired is watching it. Krish sees the part where she tells her therapist that he's vanilla and he just like immediately starts packing to leave. I was like, whoa. Yeah, no, it happened quick. I was that like, was, I mean, an intense reaction. Yeah. I thought. But then obviously later what he sees, that's totally like, yeah, I, I would leave as well. But like he sees what she says he's vanilla and he just like and starts like, packing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but so he is leaving and she's trying to get him to stay and he sees Selma Hayek's character kiss Mac Jones X and he's played by Ben Barnes and he believes okay. it happened in real life because everything else that's happened has been real so it's like but it did happen in real I know it did yeah. but like you she could be like no that didn't happen like which is what she, she says say that, yeah. but it's like everything else that's happened has been real right, so right. like yeah. he's not really gonna believe you about right. that um he asks so he's like about to pull away and he asks to see her phone he's like fine if it's not true let me see your phone and she's like oh but it's inside <laughs> That moment. <laughs> uh, it was a rela- relatable moment. <laughs> to be like, I don't have it. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Li- Libby, for Libby, the, re- the relatable moment is I don't know where my phone is. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Although she did probably have it. <laughs> so he leaves and and then there's and then she gets inside and there's even a show within a show now. So then like in the Selma Hayek version, she sees Joan is awful on Netflix and it's played by Kate Blanchett. <laughs> um, and it's like this terrible like Photoshop photo, Kate <laughs> Blanchett with like the hair. Mm-hmm. I like it clearly looked fake, but I thought it was really funny. <laughs> Mac calls her and she tries to throw the phone. Mac is the ex-boyfriend. Her neighbor, the next day, her neighbor who was nice to her yesterday says, shame on you. The next morning, um, she walks into her job and she immediately gets fired because she technically broke her NDA because the show revealed things about their company that she like would not be allowed to have on TV. So it was like she didn't mean for it to happen, obviously, but they still fire her. So she gets fired. She is talking to her lawyer um, as... I don't know the name of the actress who plays her lawyer, she's, but I know she's from Shrill. Shrill. Yeah, I love yeah. her so much. I feel, I feel like this Netflix is like, or this show is like in my head because the actress who plays her in the Selma Hayek version, mm-hmm. I literally get those actresses mixed up. Oh, funny. And that actress was in... Um, Ted Lasso? No. No, no, no she no. was in, um, what was that like horror show? Lovecraft Country. I freaking oh, love yeah. Lovecraft. So but yeah, Jonathan the actress, like abusive. I loved that show. I mean, that, that show got canceled before show. any of the stuff happened with him. But the actress from Lovecraft Country is named Wunmi Mozaku. The actress from Shrill, who was in Annie Murphy's version of it. I would rewatch Shrill just for her character. She's like, I the want best. Be her name her. is Lolly Adafope. Yeah, she's amazing. And she basically, she plays her lawyer and she mm-hmm. says, like, you signed the rights to your likeness mm-hmm. away when you signed up for Streamberry. Right. And basically, there's nothing that I can do about it. And she ends up saying, well, like, if I can't, if I can't sue them I'm because gonna... I technically gave my rights away, can yeah. I sue Selma Hayek? Right. For like she's being me and that's, you know, slander or yeah. whatever, defamation of character right. or something. And 
she was like, well, it isn't actually Selma Hayek. It's the, she signed away her likeness to make a CGI show with her likeness. And they know, um, and then, yeah. So she's like, you actually still can't even sue her. Because it's not actually her. Because it's not actually her. And then (laughs) she's like, um, she says, and then she's like, well, what about like, they depicted my life, but they like changed the details. Like they made things more dramatic or they made things seem worse than they are. And she's like, yeah, part of your contract says they can dramatize your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is so funny. Cause that totally it's reminds to me watch. of like what you were just saying with, um, Elizabeth Holmes, like the, the, mm-hmm. the show they made, you know, like yeah. they're completely making up so much about like relationship dynamics sure. and like personality of her. Like they don't right. really know those things. And right. they're just kind of like, here's the facts, but also like in small print, like this is a dramatization of, right. of whatever. But then we kind of watch it and we're kind of like, well, this is probably what happened. At face value. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Elizabeth Holmes is this person from this yeah, totally. show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Not that I feel bad in any way for Elizabeth yeah, Holmes. Yeah. So she gets mad and she, like people are staring at her and she's like, what? She's like yelling at people. <laughs> and because um, like everyone apparently has watched the show and yes like and everyone the, knows the night it came out and yeah. knows who she is as it's she really popular it's yeah it's doing so great so she goes over to her ex's you know hotel room and oh one other thing I forgot to mention was that the way that they know everything about her life is that they're listening to her phone like so her, I was like yeah phone. like they're like, listening to her life through her phone apparently Mm-hmm. which like still is confusing to me because how do they get like everything visually correct but whatever the, your phone can see you I guess um but I don't know if I was her I feel like I would just like check my phone because that, that never I mean like nobody's gonna do that but like yeah. just get like a burner <laughs> if this is ha- if it literally is happening to you I mean like whatever yeah I would have like gotten on a plane and like moved to a different country and like yeah yeah, yeah. When did they say that they were listening through her phone? During the meeting with the the lawyer. She says, like, they know everything about her life because they're listening to her on her phone. She's like, how else do they know anything else about us? I think she was like, you know how when you say something on your phone and then you get an ad for it? Like, it's that. Like, they're, like, they're watching you or whatever, listening to you. Um, So she goes to her ex's house and... Um, is in his hotel room. Sorry, she goes it. to her ex's hotel room. They start getting down to business. He says he can't get hard because he knows he's going to be depicted on TV. And she gets mad and goes to the living room and watches her show. She hears she watches Joan is awful. She hears what the lawyer said to her earlier that she can't sue Salma Hayek because it's not Salma in the show. It's her likeness in CGI. But this like gives her an idea. Oh, yeah, but the lawyer says they could show her blowing an orangutan for all they wanted, and she, like, couldn't do anything about it, basically. Right. You know, or she, but she was like, oh, but Miss Miss Hayek probably wouldn't like that. She would sure object or whatever. So then this gives Joan an idea. She's like, if I – we don't know the full scope of her idea, but we know that she that she kind of has a spark of, like – if I do some things that Selma Hayek wouldn't want to see herself doing on right. screen, then I could get Selma to stop the show. Yeah. Which is she really could get smart. get Selma's attention. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> did anyone know where this was going? Because I certainly I didn't. I still don't understand <laughs> what happened. How was one it, gets from one and Was she next? referencing something? Like, I've did this happen in a different absolutely movie? Absolutely no idea. Or I was getting like... Um, Harley Quinn vibes from her when she like had this. She was like, "How can I make this the most ridiculous?" Yeah, that's what I was thinking. She was trying to make it like, "How can I make it?" Why did she? I have no clue. I. How does she know the wedding was going on there? (laughs) I have a lot of questions. (laughs) We've skipped. Where are we? Yeah. Okay. As soon as she walked through the doors of the church, I went in my head. I go, "Oh my god, I got the twist." Oh really? She's having. I'm like, there is no show. There is no nothing. This woman's having a mental breakdown. And she thinks, because you know, like people Mm. where they think they're the main character of like a show Mm. or like they're being watched. Like the Truman Show. Yeah. Like they think the Truman Show is real. Right. At that moment, I go, I go, yep, that's what it is. She's just been crazy. She's crazy. And she just, 
But how do you continue? Okay. Yeah. So how do you? <laughs> I mean, how do you explain everything that's happened so far? Uh, complete delusion. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Par- uh, paranoid delusion. Okay. So she starts eating large amounts of fast food and then drinking laxatives. So you're like, okay. My first instinct was, oh, she's gonna be like, like shitting herself, like in the toilet, and sure. and be like, you know, gross about it. And then some hikes not gonna like that. She takes it to an a million steps farther, <laughs> multiple more levels than that. Yeah, I'll go big, <laughs> go big, go big or go home. Yeah. Um. So she puts on a cheerleader costume. She puts her hair in pigtails. She draws a dick on her head. Not well. Um. Doesn't draw it well. Um, drives to a church, a random church, we can assume, barges into a wedding. I don't know if she planned for I that. I think she knew that Selma Hayek's really Catholic or something. Well, so she there must just have. happened to be yeah. like a wedding going on at this church that she <laughs> happens to be a wedding going on. And she barges in <laughs> a random wedding. She shits in the middle of the aisle, landing herself in jail. And she's like, get the kids out of here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it felt like... Um, two weeks notice, like, come here, yeah, babies, come here, babies. Hurry. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you know, you know. And <laughs> the the um, bride like chucks her bouquet at her head, so she lands herself in jail. She gets her picture taken. I really liked this interaction. <laughs> the officer taking the picture asks, "What's so funny?" Because she's like laughing, and she said, "Salma Hayek's gonna fucking hate this." And the guy says, "Why?" And she says, you haven't seen Jonah's Awful? And he says, it's on my list. That's the moment where I, that backed up what I was thinking already. Like, oh. hey, haven't you watched Jonah's Awful? And he goes like, what's Jonah's Awful? But then he's yeah. like, it's on my no, list. Like, he goes like, what's Jonah's Awful? And then it's like, oh. there is no show. Like, oh. she's just fucking That's what you thought was going to happen. Crazy, yeah. Okay, okay. Because women are crazy. <laughs> Go on. Teddy, okay. say the sentence, women. <laughs> um, she twists my words. <laughs> you know, to be a misogynist. I like cut it together, so it's what you say. Women are crazy. <laughs> so she immediately gets told, like, your lawyer paid your bail, you're out. Oh, yeah. So after he says, it's on my list, um, she says, just wait until episode four. I heard it's going to be a blast. <laughs> It's just great. Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the real Salma Hayek, we see her talking to her lawyer and complaining and kind of saying the same thing where she's like, I don't, you know, want this on TV. And the lawyer's like, well, you signed your likeness away. Like, there's nothing we can do about it. You you basically agreed to this, like, to be right. portrayed in this way. And she says, like, she gets really mad and, like, aggressive and she's, like, saying that, like, she's Catholic and, like, her grandma's going to see this. Like, like, her, like, shitting in a church. Mm-hmm. And now it's, like, really, like, awful. And the lawyer's basically, like, there's nothing you can do. Right. And she freaks out and she fires him. And she says something about, like, shoving the paper up his ass, which I thought was funny. Um, <laughs> I didn't quote it. <laughs> something about, like, cutting you his hemorrhoids off. Paper and shove it up your ass. <laughs> Something like that. Um, so she shows up at Joan's. Selma Hayek shows up at Joan's house, right. and Joan tells Selma that like Joan is like starstruck and she like doesn't yeah, want to let her like, in. Freaking out because Selma Hayek said it. <laughs> like, what did you expect? Yeah, what did you expect? Right. Honestly. <laughs> so she tells Selma that she did what she did to get the show canceled, and Selma says that she can't get it canceled either. And Joan suggests they take down the system by destroying the servers that are located conveniently right outside the CEO's office, <laughs> which I just thought was kind of funny because I feel like that would never happen. Um, and then <laughs> I said, as I'm sure is standard. Um, right. And Selma says, how are we going to get in there? And Joan says, you're Selma fucking Hayek. You can just walk in. And so she does. Right. So Selma Hayek has this like uh, beautiful yellow jumpsuit on and she's just like... I'm doing whatever I that want. That was fire. Yeah. Fire. Total fire. As Teddy says. To- complete riz. <laughs> so total, much riz. Total riz. Um, so she gets no a... Cap. No cap. <laughs> Is that one? On God. On. <laughs> that means no lies. On God. On so. God. On God. On God. On God. On God. No cap. Um, God, I hate us. Um, so she gets to the desk. <laughs> she says she has a meeting with the CEO, Miss Javadi, which... 
you know, obviously she doesn't. And then she's like, you really have to go to the bathroom. Like, and I don't really want to go in a public bathroom because like, obviously after what was shown on TV, like people just stare at me or whatever. And she's like, oh, sure, of course. They let her in. (laughs) Easy peasy. She sneaks in, yeah. (laughs) She just like immediately starts running. (laughs) She's so suspicious. Um, (laughs) Super sus. She lets in Joan, like, we don't really know where, but she lets her in, and they sneak to Miss Javadi's office, and she's giving an interview, and she's talking about how they use a quantum computer to make CGI shows that would normally take months to make, but they can just have a computer make them. Mm -hmm. And she talks about how she picked Joan because she was completely normal and not special. (laughs) Poor Joan. (laughs) And, like, Salma Hayek looks at Joan like, yikes. That seems like that would hurt. That would hurt, Um, especially, like, standing next to Salma Hayek, who's, like... (laughs) Yeah. Literally put on a pedestal in this in this show. Yeah, for sure. Um, and in real life. Yeah, my true. life. So, oh wow, oh, we sorry. didn't. Um, <laughs> so she says she's going to make a million shows just like that, so that everyone can have a show that's relatable to them, and it can like be everyone will have their niche covered, you know. Um, and she said they tried to make shows that were positive because like, the interviewer asked like, "Why is it Joan is awful? Like, why isn't it like?" Joan she was like, awesome. "Yeah, we tried to make like shows that were positive, but." Um, basically the audiences didn't like them as much. Like they didn't test as well. And she said the negative content drove more engagement. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Same way you can't look away. Didn't they say like it was boring if it's, if it's Ted is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. They just, they were bored. And I was just me. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to watch that shit. No. No. No, we we don't. It's me like helping old ladies across the street, <laughs> saving people from burning buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, "All right, we've seen enough. Let's like go and destroy this computer. This no, what's it called? This computer. Nuclear fusion. What's well, a quantum computer? Quantum or whatever, computer. Yeah, so yeah. Teddy, I got it right. Um, quantum computer. So they get to the room with the computer, and Michael Sarah is there. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Like what that the fuck? Funny. <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing camping here? Um, and it's so funny because in my notes I have Michael Sarah is there, and then I have not the real Michael Sarah. But then, yeah, it is he the real sold. Michael Sarah. I mean, it's his likeness. He sold his likeness. But I, I was saying like that's not the character's name, but really, it's Michael Sarah's likeness whatever so he says that you're not supposed to be in here and selma threatens to break his arm if he does anything and he conveniently explains some whole like the entire <laughs> like premise <laughs> to joan so it turns out that joan isn't even the real joan she's just the first level of the show basically i don't know there's, there's she's multiple. not the so i think they call her the source joan she's not the source joan right like the original actual yep. joan um there's actually a source Joan who's the real one, and like you're the actress from Schitt's Creek. What's her name? Right? They're like Annie Murphy. Yeah, they're like you're, you're Annie, Annie Murphy. Murphy. You're actually Annie Murphy. Like, <laughs> and he like pulls up pictures of her at like award shows. Yeah, yeah. Her hair looks so different, and and good. And yeah, there he's basically like you're like a, a layer of a new reality of this actual source Joan's life. Yeah, and she said. Our Joan is just a version. So the Joan that we've been seeing is just a version of herself played by a digital likeness of Annie Murphy. Right. The actress from Schitt's Creek. Uh, Joan lives in reality. When source Joan watches the TV show, Joan is awful. She sees our Joan. Annie Murphy. Playing her. So when when the actual source Joan watches the show, she sees Annie Murphy. Yeah. And then Annie Murphy sees Selma Hayek. Yeah. And then Selma Hayek sees Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Um, God. <laughs> Black Mirror, you did it again. And I just, I don't know. I think because we were saying, like, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. When you watch Black Mirror, like, I, I wasn't, like, surprised or, like, shocked by any of it. I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, like, that's, like, if I had paused it and thought about it a little bit, like, I probably would have come to that conclusion. Like, it made sense. Oh, okay. Like, I feel like, obviously, I didn't predict it. But I feel mm-hmm. like when I heard it, I was like, yep. That's what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. It's like, like a, the, it's like a, the house of mirrors at like a carnival. Where it's like, it's, it's just inception. Like, it's a dream within a dream. Yeah. Yeah. A dream. Um, one thing I'm struggling with is. So in the end when Annie Murphy has. Okay. Do you want to talk about it later? 
Oh, I mean, Andy so Murphy has the. Has well, let's the, talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. So then. But don't let me forget, because if it's just the likeness of Annie Murphy, why would Annie Murphy it's not. be at her coffee shop? With I'll the, explain that. Okay. So what we've been seeing is essentially another fictive level. When you look at it, when you like when you look in a set of cleverly placed mirrors and see numerous reflections of yourself, mm-hmm. it's not the true version of yourself, but a reflected version of your reflection. So I must have like copied this from somewhere. Cause okay. I definitely didn't write this down. Um, so the Joan that we've been following has essentially been level one. That means Joan is actually in a TV show and these are just coded versions of characters with various levels, depending on how deep into the system you get. So you kind of just explained that, but that was a more like technical way of saying it. So with ax in hand, Joan, a.k.a. Annie Murphy, contemplates destroying the quantum computer completely. The the Streamberry CEO and the security are there trying to stop them, but doesn't help. But it doesn't stop Joan from taking action as this has already happened. So I thought that was really interesting because Annie Murphy is realizing that she's Annie Murphy kind of. Yeah. But she's like, oh, so now I know that everything I do is against my will, basically. Right. Like, the I actual Joan already did this. She already mm-hmm. made this decision. Right. And it's not really up to me. Right. It's up to her. So she's basically like, it's And she's happening. like, she's already doing it. Like, happening. she's doing it. It's yeah. happening. <laughs> Which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so crazy. Because then even, like, Salma Hayek is like, don't do it if we're going to all die immediately. Like, if this like version of mm-hmm. the story is gonna like go away like she's all of a sudden we her like s- like nobody yeah. wants survival to instinct yeah. kicks right. in or whatever so she's like i, I i'm doing it like i can't yeah. help it right yep. so she does it she destroys the level and then um so i kind of didn't write some of the stuff in between here but basically it like once she does that then Annie Murphy becomes the actual Joan, right? Like, that we can see. Like, then we see her, the actual Joan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we see the actual Joan standing there, and we see Annie Murphy in the yellow outfit. Is the Selma Hayek. Who's outside as Selma Hayek. Oh, that So Annie sense. Murphy really was part of all got of it. it. But she, in, in what we saw, she played, in yeah. the real, in the real plot, she, yeah. She, she played Salma Hayek's yes, role yes. in real life. Yeah. yeah. So the real Joan walks out of there and she, Annie Murphy's being like interviewed and they kind of like look at each other with like a smile. Like they've kind of like created a bond. Like they've yeah. been through something together. Right. Um, at, as the episode closes out, we see the real Joan in therapy and she says she started her own business and she treats her employees well and she likes what she does. We see that she's still on house arrest but she can go places. I don't really understand, but um, maybe it's like a like it's a like a perimeter. Yeah, yeah. So we see her at a coffee shop that she owns, and Andy Murphy comes in, and it seems like they're friends, which is cute. And then oh, because Joan the whole time has been commenting on coffee, like she gets coffee at work and it's terrible. Oh. She gets coffee at her therapist's office, and she's like. <laughs> I wouldn't sell it at a cafe if I had a cafe. Oh, okay. So she's obviously like into coffee. Oh. So then in the end, when she finally gets to like be her main character, she opens a coffee shop. Nice. Yeah. So she, Annie Murphy comes into her coffee shop and they, they're chatting and they're clearly friends. And then you, it pans down and you see that Annie Murphy also has an ankle bracelet right. on because she's also charged with yeah. something trespassing basically. yeah, trespassed yeah. and destroying building. and destroyed property yeah and destroyed i mean property. i guess annie murphy didn't destroy property but true she, she ate it and abetted ate it, yeah <laughs> um yeah so that's the end of black mirror episode one black mirror season six episode one joan is awful <laughs> i feel like i had really good ideas and it had it felt very relevant to the time that we're in and like the conversations that we should be having mm-hmm. about AI and deep fake and CGI and <laughs> all of this stuff. Like we've seen people in movies who've like, like passed away and then they like CGI their right. face on whatever. And like how c- kind of weirded us out. Also there's this guy like on Instagram who like pretends to be Tom Cruise mm-hmm. and he like with AI, with AI, like he actually looks like him. Because he kind of already looks like him in real life. Sure. But, like, 
and there's not a lot of laws about this stuff yet because it's so new and everything it's just kind of like scary territory totally. so it, it definitely felt relevant but like we said i feel like it didn't hit the mark completely yeah it hit it for me i like a good romp with a meta twist show within a show within a show within a show because we're watching the show right crazy thing is those like older actors could sell their likeness and then after they die we could put them into movies so is that a real like technology that exists yes you know how they de-age like robert de niro yeah but like it always kind of looks weird i know but think about um if you save their likeness and then whatever 10 Mm. 15 years from now they're like, oh, we figured it out to make it like at almost. Really, yeah. To, yeah. That's so worth twenty years. Dumb though, because then there's like so many actors living who like will miss out on jobs because like <laughs> they'll get they'll lose no, the part to like no. dead I, maybe Harrison Ford. Maybe be cool with it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think everyone's cool with it. No, yeah, maybe no, Harrison be, Ford maybe was a great actor. Be <laughs> they'll be like. What? Harrison Ford's dead. Stop putting him in Star Wars movies. <laughs> I'm just right, saying. Kid. Never. There are living people who would like that paycheck. <laughs> Gosh, that's going to be your cause in like 30 years. She's MK, an activist. Like, <laughs> but what would it be like, like to watch? I mean, we've, I guess we've seen it a little bit, but like to watch a performance of someone who is not really there. Like, does that make the performance less impactful? You know, it's not a human being sitting there. It's. Have you ever seen Avatar? They all have actors, though. The blue people? They <laughs> They all have actors that are behind all that CGI. Didn't like they make living, breathing people. <laughs> I've heard that, like, Pixar and Disney had to, like, back up their animation for things like Toy Story and um, animated movies like that because when it looks too real, yeah, there's something so off-putting. Yeah. Even though there are act- like voice actors behind it. So yeah. I think it adds a whole other level of you're saying like it's like AI-generated voices. Yeah. Um, that like the human brain just like doesn't get it. It doesn't register there's something off because you're like – this is not real. Yeah. But it looks so real. Yeah. And like there's just some dis- dissonance there that it doesn't work. Yeah. That makes That's a lot of sense. That's what I hope for anyways. Otherwise, we're all fucked. <laughs> like you hope that we'll be able to tell. Like something's off. Yeah. Because I mean, think about like po- politics. Yeah. I Typical. Think it was pretty close to home. And it, which isn't. Isn't very Black Mirror mirrorish. Really, like I feel like usually it's like in ten years. Like the one I think about the one with like all the likes. Um, Dallas. Oh yeah, where you rate name? people. You're right. Yeah, of- it usually and does feel like, a bit more. That's not where we are. Maybe like in five years or ten years that would be possible, but like technology isn't there yet. Sure. Whereas like no. this one, I see what you're saying. Like it's usually I love that episode. It's usually it's a, a great episode. Yeah. feels a bit more further into the future, and this one is like this could be right now. Right. Yeah, I could see that. I think when I was more. I mean, you guys are on Instagram and Facebook. I feel like when I was more in that world, that episode made way more sense. I, I was like, oh, this this is going to happen tomorrow. Mm. You're going to start, people are going to start rating like you as mm-hmm. a person. Yeah. <laughs> they already kind of are, right? How, how popular, you're, how many followers you have, how many sure. likes you have. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember all the details, but I do. Okay. I So I have to rewatch it. But I do feel like for the most part, a lot of times... I feel a little, like, disconnected from the episode because I don't feel like it's a world that you could just drop me into and I'm, like, in it. Like, it's there's something different about it. You're like, well, this couldn't happen right now because right. of this. Right, because we, we don't, don't have we don't that technology. Yet. Yeah. Let's move on to our final segment, What Has Enchanted Us This Week? So I went to a movie by myself, which is only the second time I've ever done it. Mm-hmm. 
ended up running into an old coworker. Mm. Was that traumatizing? So I felt like I wasn't alone. Oh, nice, nice, nice. You know, people always say you should be able to go to the movies by yourself. You should. No shame. Anyway, I saw Across the Spider-Verse. So good. Amazing. Nice. I Never seen any of them, so I'm just here to support you. You haven't seen the first one? No. The mile. Okay. I heard it's really good, though. Yeah, I think it's the future of, vid- uh, sorry. Superhero. I think superhero movies should be animated. Yes. Um, because you can just do more crazy stuff. Uh, but also that the Marvel model is kind of played itself out. Is kind of like repetitive, getting old. Yeah, all those things. The Marvel model is like, we don't care about it anymore. So I think it's going to go two ways. It's going to go like the new Batman with like really dark and gritty, mm. but also like super over the top and fun, like uh, across the Spider-Verse. Are you saying as a genre, it's it's going to go that this or that? Think, or do you think Marvel Yes, movies? and I think those are kind of like two extremes. But they have to do it now because they've done so many standard ones. It's like nobody cares anymore. Right. I mean, people do. They got to mix it up and they've they figured it out at whoever's doing these. The, sh- the showrunner or the director, he's figured it out. The movie showrunner. Yeah. The movie showrunner. <laughs> Known as a director. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched Knock at the Cabin which is a mystery slash horror film that came out in 2023 directed by M night Shyamalan Shyamalan and he just won't go away. (laughs) (laughs) It is starring Dave Bautista, Rupert Grant, Ben Aldridge, Jonathan Groff. Um, those are the main people. Um, the main names that you might recognize. I also love him, and we share the same birthday. This is like not a big deal, is but he f- some, from some Viking show, um, Jonathan Croft. Jonathan Groff. He is a Broadway <laughs> star. Um, he was on Glee. He was in Hamilton. He played King George. He he has been in a million other things that I can't name right now. He's been in Frozen. He's Never been. Heard of he him. was in Mindhunter. Great show. Mindhunter. Ever heard oh, of it? Yeah, Mindhunter. He ever is. heard of yeah, it? He's great. I like him. <laughs> he's really good. Great guy. Um, he's great in Mindhunter. He is. Yeah. He's great. But yeah, so I watched that film. It was kind of. I love horror, so I'm always like on the lookout for um, when certain horror comes to like streaming. Because a lot of times I'm like, oh, I want to see that, but I'm not gonna like go see it in theaters obviously mm-hmm. so i saw that it came on streaming so me and my friends watched it and i would say i enjoyed it a lot and it was i think m night Shyamalan is more known for like is very known for like twists i don't i, I would just say this one doesn't really have one um uh, and i don't think it needed one but i feel like Sometimes with him, like, you're going into it, and you're like, what's the twist going to be? What's the twist going to be? And you can't even focus on just, like, enjoying the movie. Mm. So I feel like my advice for that one is just, like, try and enjoy the movie and don't, like, obsess over, like, what's the plot twist going to be, you know? Because I think that's kind of comes with a lot of his movies. Um, But I thought Jonathan Groff and – I mean, I thought everyone in the movie did really well. Um, But I think Jonathan Groff and the actor who plays his husband is named Ben Aldridge – I'm laughing because he was in Fleabag, but he played like the hot guy that she slept with in the first season. <laughs> um, and he was just super funny in it. Um, and I'm just like, when I think about his part, I just like want to laugh. But um, I just want to say that Andrew Scott is the priest from Fleabag. And <laughs> shout out to Andrew Scott. I love you so Libby, much. this is not about Do you, you right now. Hang out sometime. All right, bye. Do you want to hang out sometime? You are a married woman. <laughs> And he's gay, but anyways. And he is gay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it wasn't really horror to me, honestly. It, it was more kind of suspense, thriller, mystery rather than horror. Um, but I thought it was very deep and it was very um, metaphorical. 
Um, <laughs> and it's just about humanity. It was about humanity at the end of the day. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. I just, I really, you really sold me on it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Have I really? Libby? <laughs> What's it called again? It's called Knock at the Cabin. Uh, I watched Love and Death on HBO Max or what is now Max. I don't know. I really love Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, shout out Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Love her. One of mm-hmm. my top three Marvel mm-hmm. character, favorite Marvel characters. Um, and I think she's like a really good Who are your other ones? Actress. Huh? Um, Loki. You're such a boy. Yeah. And cool. Every time a girl likes something, a dude's like, name three. Numero uno. It's just like, she's like one of my top threes. I'll Bucky like, Barnes. Oh. Bucky Barnes. Oh, Loki. Yeah. Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Get it. Um, Ted's like, he is hot. <laughs> um, Ted has eyes. All right. Yeah. He's got eyes. Uh, it was pretty disturbing. Um, <laughs> it's based on a true story. Yeah. I watched the Hulu version. Yeah. The Hulu version. Called is Candy. Called Candy. It's with. Um, Jessica Biel, I think. And mm, Melanie Lewinsky. Melanie Lewinsky. Melanie Lewinsky. Something about the performances in this, I just, I thought it was decent. Okay. I think overall it was kind of a shitty story. But I do think that the, the, the compelling, like, element of the show, or of the story itself, is that, like, this woman kills another woman who was like her friend. Yeah. Even though like she's not even having an affair with her husband anymore. So, so the it, woman who kills her friend, she's sleeping with that friend's husband. Yes, but they supposedly had already broken up. Yeah. The and affair the woman, had stopped. it was self-defense. Right. Oh, but do you like, believe her? He, she found out about the affair and attacked me. That yeah. That's what trying to say. That's what happened. In but then it's like, is that what happens in the Hulu one? I mean, I guess the way it's portrayed is that, like, it was a very violent, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, it, she didn't need to do as many. Yeah, it was, like, f- 40 blows. With axe the blows oh. if it was self-defense. If, right. Yeah, but. I feel like the Hulu show kind of made it seem like that was all not really true yeah like i feel like it it made it seem like they used her being like i guess like a white woman in the 80s where like people just like couldn't believe that she would ever be violent so like there must be a reason for it or something which like yeah honestly like women aren't statistically as violent as men so like right i also sometimes struggle with like believing or like understanding it too but it just kind of seems like she got away with it because she was like privileged basically it's kind of like oh, I mean, why I think I that's it's why like pretty white woman can yeah. get away with anything hmm. <laughs> here we go but i do think no matter how it went down obviously there's a couple different possibilities it's fucking crazy no matter how it's you so crazy it. and the fact that these people are all still alive today and just like living with this thing that happened is n- not so in the butt so. Yeah, I would say <laughs> the butt so. Do people say that? I'm so tired. So. Um, the Hulu show new, was I also think kind just of made a new phrase. <laughs> <laughs> the Hulu show was also kind of meh. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm super drunk. I'm assuming the it. HBO version is better. But my favorite thing <laughs> about talking, this, about going, this <laughs> series is like, it's like watching someone of our parents' generation mm-hmm. or even like grandparents' generation and like how they might have gone into like having an affair. So she, she just like goes in the car, his car after like volleyball. And she's like, I'm really attracted to you. I'm wondering if you'd want to have an affair. <laughs> and then they like, think it out for months on end they like yeah. write down possibilities they write down rules it doesn't even happen for months until they yeah. finally agree it happens and then they plan it out and she she plans like, it I'm out gonna pack the lunch <laughs> yes some pasta salad and then we'll meet at this hotel it has to be out of town yeah and so it's just it's so that no one no bizarre. one can recognize us yeah it's so bizarre i mean i've never seen like a like such a Land, 
wholesome <laughs> affair wholesome. portrayed. And that's maybe what... Well, I saw this thing on TV called an affair. <laughs> Basically. I wanted to try it. Basically. So it was, while it was like not that sexy or interesting in that respect, you're, it, it's also just like a fascinating like study. Even though it's still unclear what actually happened in the end with the murder. And, and super sad that this woman was murdered. Um, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. And that's <laughs> it for this episode of Sister Susaka. And remember, Sama Hayek is going to fucking hate this. See you Thanks next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Please rate, review, and subscribe to Sister Susaga wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, I went uh, to the theater. The theater? Yes, my roommate kicked me out because she was having a fancy party. All her friends were coming over and she said, you better not be here. (laughs)